Hello there and welcome to the Andrew Staples Show. I'm your host, Andrew Staples. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It means the world to me. As you can tell, this is a Cincinnati Bengals draft recap episode. Finally got back getting finally getting back to doing my draft recap episodes. Really appreciate you listening. Um, there's a lot of good NFL podcasts, way better than this one, that you could be listening to. So if you're listening to this, you must really like me. So thank you again for listening. I'm uh, going to be diving into the team that picked number one in every round, I believe, of the draft. Uh, they took the Cincinnati Bengals, who went 2-14, and 14, uh, made a pick in every round, the first pick in every round. So they had seven draft picks. No comp picks, no picks from trades. Didn't trade up, didn't trade down. Uh, pretty impressive draft up toward the top. Not as I'm not in love with their final four picks, but obviously number one overall, Joe Burrow, quarterback out of LSU, 6'4", 216, um, face of the franchise. Uh, unbelievable college career, I mean uh, final season at LSU, worthy of the number one overall pick. I do think, I do believe, that if Tua hadn't been in, had got, hadn't gotten injured, hadn't been injured, that he w- would have given Joe a run for his money. Uh, if 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 the world hadn't fell apart like it did with the virus, I think that a healthy Tua and a healthy Joe Burrow going back and forth, you know, interviews, combines, workouts, that this would have been a hard decision for the Cincinnati Bengals to make. And, you know, we can't see the future, but looking down the road, there is a really good possibility that Tua could end up having the better pro career. But I don't think anybody would fault the Cincinnati Bengals for what they did. And I think they made the right decision. I think I don't think it would have been a wise move to trade this pick, even though you could have gotten a, a buttload of picks from the Miami Dolphins. I think that you needed to take the chance here. And look, they spent some money, the Bengals did, for the first time in a while, too, because of Joe Burrow. They went out and well, first they franchise-tagged A.J. Green, um, and they signed a ton of defensive backs and some defensive linemen. And This team is going to be improved. Now, with a seventh seed in the each uh, conference, there's a chance if Joe Burrow is the man and this offense clicks and the defense is improved even just a little bit, that this team could compete for a wild card. If not, then we got to start looking at Zach Taylor, and, and you kind of wonder if Carolina does well, could Joe Brady end up being the for, the uh, future Cincinnati Bengals head coach? But the Bengals don't use the fire coaches. Look how, Mar- look how long Marvin Lewis stayed. So we'll see. Um, and I'm not rooting against Taylor or nothing. I'm just saying, you know, you look at the LSU offensive coordinator now being the offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. If the offense struggles, why wouldn't you go after the guy who helped Joe Burrow become Joe Burrow, become the number one overall pick? So, uh, yeah. So then the second round, the f- first pick in the second round, number thirty-three overall, they took T. Higgins, and you know, but I think this, I think he fell, you know, not as fast as some of the receivers. Um, but I think people forget, you know, this is a solid guy, and this guy, I think at one point, I think if could if they could have done workouts and things like that, he would have he would have went in the first round. I think the uh, quarantine stuff hurt T. Higgins, but you know he's a big big wide receiver, six four, two fifteen. Uh, hopefully he will follow AJ Green around and learn how to be uh, an all star and 
Hopefully, T. Higgins will be the next AJ Green for the Cincinnati Bengals. And just like I said, I love that pick. You, you know, you can make the argument for Pittman or a defensive player or what have you, but I think that uh, makes a lot of sense here with the with the thirty third overall pick and getting your quarterback another weapon. Uh, there, I don't think like I, I thought they should have added a tight end, but this was wasn't a great tight end class. And I know they did try to sign. Um, Oh, I can't believe that is the uh, Randy Moss's son, but um, you know the uh, they didn't, and they didn't draft a tight end. But uh, I do feel uh, a Coco Man would have been way too high for thirty three. So I like what they did there um, with the first pick in the third round, number sixty five overall, Logan Wilson, linebacker from Wyoming, six two two fifty, tackling machine. They needed linebacker help. Badly. So this was a great pick, I think. Some people said that they would have liked to see the Bengals trade down, and they could have, and they could have gotten, who knows, maybe another fourth-round pick or something, but they, they they did not want to take a chance because, you know, look, they were picking 65, and they weren't picking again to 107. Logan Wilson would have been gone by 107, so makes a lot of sense there. Can't argue it. Can't argue with the value. I mean, you know, so... Technical difficulty. Sorry. With the first pick in the fourth round, number 107 overall, Akeem Davis Gaither. Now, I wasn't really high on him. I had him a lot lower. Sadiq Charles would have made a lot of sense here, either as an interior lineman or maybe a right tackle. You know, they're getting Jonah Williams, their uh, number one pick last year, the the 11th pick overall from Alabama. He's coming back. He missed all of last season. He tore something in... Like many rookie mini camps, I believe you kind of knew the Bengals were in green, hurting himself on the field, practice field at the Hall of Fame game. So, yeah, or the whatever it was, I don't can't remember if it was Hall of Fame, but uh, sorry, I had a message. I hate when that happens, don't you? Um, so yeah, I I could have I could have totally understood if they took Sadiq Charles and the LSU connection. Uh, there were, you know, some corners. Like Harris, I mentioned Harrison Bryant, the tight end from Florida Atlantic for the Ravens. He would have made some sense there. John Miller, another player I mentioned, or not John Miller, uh, John Simpson, the guard from Clemson, would have made a lot of sense. Um, let's see. Uh, there was another player I really liked. Scrolling. Oh, he went really far. Bryce Hall. They could have took him in the fifth round. That was a guy that I kind of thought the Bengals might have been interested in. Yeah, they could have took him at 147, uh, the first pick in the fifth round, but they took um, Khalid Kareem, the defensive end under Notre Dame, 6'4", 265. You know, he's one of the a rotational defensive end. They got some pretty good ones. Not not a bad pick there. Like I said, I might have took, uh, taken Hall. But uh, then they took Hakeem Adenji, the guard from Kansas, 6'5", 3'. 100 pounds, the number 180 overall, first pick in the sixth round. And then they went back to linebackers and took Marcus Bailey, linebacker out of Purdue, 6'1", 240. Seventh round pick, first pick in the seventh round, 215. Again, Thaddeus Moss, I don't know why I finally remembered his name. Man, it's been a long day. Um, Thaddeus Moss would have made some sense there, I think, especially since they tried to sign him as a priority free agent. It is what it is. Um, They... So yeah, they made seven picks. Uh, I, like I said, I would. I think Bryce Hall. I think um, Sadiq Charles. 
Thaddeus Moss. There were guys there that I may have jumped at before the guys they did. But, like I said, love those first three picks. Uh, I like the Marcus Bailey pick more than I like uh, pretty much the rest of the draft. But, uh, you know, defense, you know, they added three linebackers, a defensive end, and then they added, of course, the quarterback of the future, a wide receiver of the future, and an uh, interior lineman who, you know, could come in and compete maybe. So not a great offensive line. So we'll see what ends up happening. I think, uh, I think if you're a Bengals fan, you have plenty of reasons to be excited with Joe Burrow, with Higgins, uh, with the free agents additions. So, yeah, it, it could be a pretty good year, you know, scheduling. I mean, that's a tough division. I mean, you got to face the Browns, the Ravens, and the Steelers twice a year. So it's going to be tough. But, uh, you know, they showed some fire at the end of the year because, I mean, a lot of people, including myself, thought that they were uh, in for it. I mean, I thought I thought they could go in 16. I mean, they looked that bad. And, you know, they missed out on getting a draft pick because I think they could have dealt Andy Dalton at the trade deadline and got a third or a fourth round pick for him. Maybe even a second. I don't know. At least a third or a fourth. And, uh, you know, that's the trouble with the the Bengals sometimes. They don't uh, they don't plan ahead. And, you know, my team is uh, the perfect example for that, you know. We turned down the, the Redskins, turned down the second overall pick the year Patrick Mahomes came out from the 49ers. The 49ers want to trade the number two overall pick for Kirk Cousins, and we, trade, and we turned it down. And then we let Kirk walk the next year. We traded Kendall Fuller, uh, Kendall Fuller a third-round pick for Alex Smith, and all we got back was the first pick, I mean the uh, first comp pick in the third round. So we could have number two overall. Now, knowing our luck, we would, our brain trust would have taken uh, Mitch Trubisky, but... Um, Oh, this is not a Redskin podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, so I mean, especially they weren't going anywhere last year. So I don't know why they didn't. I don't know why they didn't trade Dalton for a pick, and then they weren't able to work anything out this off season. And now Andy Dalton's the backup in Dallas, and who knows what, what's going to happen with Dak if uh, Dalton may end up playing. Who knows? Dak may hold out. You never know anymore. You never know what's going to happen. So uh, yeah, sorry for going off on the Redskin thing. If you were listening to this, you were listening for the Bengals. So thank you again for listening. Um, join us next time as we dive into the who I'm gonna do next Steelers. All right, thanks for listening. Take care.